regulation of overspending the money, Britain. And yet you dumb bitches eating right off these bleaches. Pulling trashes down, sucking dicks and believing the bullshit fed against you. Welcome to the wonderful world of the Legacy Right. I am your host with Miss Compadre, Andrew Joseph. It is the legacy of Jennifer Int hyphen Kaiser. I am Zachary Kaiser or Buck Isaac as Andrew would refer. And we are back for another one. And we're going to do a little bit different, I think. And I think we're going to do a little segue. Well, enough of the politics bullshit. Enough of economics. Enough of history. Although we'll probably dive into history because why not? Uh, history, we always somehow go back in the back and forth on that one. But uh, but before we get in, you know, I got to do the plug, Andrew. Okay, go ahead. Got to because if I do this plug and people start coming, then I can make this motherfucker pay me for advertising. Advertisement, they will come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, plus, I want to see I want to see the business grow. I want to see everybody's business grow. I want you to I want to I want people to go out. And start their own businesses, and uh, and then I'd like to see society change where small businesses just start hiring their employees as ten ninety nine independent contractors. So then you're a self proprietor, so you can write off your own taxes because you're an independent contractor, right? Fuck a W two, fuck a W four, or whatever the fuck they call it now. Excuse my language. Fuck taxes. It is theft, and 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 speaking of that, there was a big frenzy on Twitter the last couple of days. I was trying to stay stay away from it, try to do some things around the, around the house, but uh, I guess uh, what's her name, Nina Turner, got into it with Liberty Party of New Hampshire, and then Liberty Party of New Hampshire, great partyarchy style, right? These Ed's Lord little immature children. They posted a tweet that said. That t- told a black woman to go pick cotton. Come on, man. Of course, she was riding on how slavery is wrong, and but she advocates for taxation, which, of course, taxation is slavery um, to a certain extent. Because if one, if somebody owns your labor, which is an extension of your property, which your property is your body, that is you, then what does that make you if somebody else controls your labor and owns it? The fruits of your labor that you get paid that for you. because you are a... so, right. yeah. So, I mean, in, in all comparison, though, nobody, I mean, don't get me wrong, like, chattel slavery is despicable. I mean, really, that's that's literally physically owning a human being. Uh, and I'm glad that that's, I guess, on the surface level, illegal in the United States. It's not, by the way. The 13th Amendment allows for slavery in institutions such as prisons. <laughs> so they can, they still own you. They still own you mm-hmm. as long as they make more laws that make you a criminal and lock you away. So, but uh, anyways, rambling on, done with this bullshit. We'll get onto it, but let's drop that. Let's let's drop this plug, drop this ad. Go to fanghornforesters.com, everybody. If you are into some woodworking knickknacks, some beautiful things, if you need some woodworking uh, material or, or any type of uh, 
any type of mill work done, uh, especially if you're within the Cincinnati area, uh, go to fanghornforesters.com. It will be in the show notes. The link will. And uh, my cousin's information is all there. Everything that he does is all there. And uh, give him a shout out. Give him and uh, give him your business, or at least at least get an estimate on it and see how you like it. But uh, give, let's 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 move things along because uh, small business makes the world a running, and corporatocracy is just subsidy. <laughs> Right. It doesn't innovate. <laughs> so, fanghornforesters.com. Yes, that's right. Fanghorn, leader of the ends. Our family are ends. So, uh, why don't you give Fanghorn a shout out and uh, go to fanghornforesters.com for all your woodworking knickknacks and accessories and some millwork. Uh, back to the show. How the f are you doing today, Andrew? I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for asking. How are you doing, Buckeye uh, Zach? You you can just call me Zach. I mean, oh, you love okay. you, you like the Buckeye though. Uh, yeah, you like that how I edited myself. <laughs> so you were born where? Not by choice. I was born in Ohio, but not by choice. Oh, oh eight. Yeah. Oh, you're a Wolverine sympathizer. Team up north sympathizer. All right, team what are you up north. About? Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. So he's he's a he's a spy for Michigan. Speaking of Michigan, mm-hmm. I think they're no. Uh <laughs> I don't think it's all passed, but I think one one side of the house still has to pass the, the gender identity laws, but yeah, they're one step closer to communism. <laughs> when you misgender somebody and you're thrown it yeah, and, and then you're thrown in the slammer, that's communism. Doesn't matter because well, it, it, it can become more than just they're using the the LGBT bullshit as their cover. But uh, enough of that, man. Um, do we really want to talk about that? That's whatever you want to talk about. I thought we were talking about our trips, but uh... yeah, I don't really want to talk about that shit anyway. So I'm here to just have some fun. And uh, actually, mm-hmm. yeah, speaking of trips, we recently went on our own little excursions just to get away from home for a while. And uh, Andrew here went to fucking Monticello. Mm-hmm. And Colonial Williamsburg. And he went to Colonial. How was Williamsburg, though, by the way? Pretty oh, cool. Oh, man, there's just way too much stuff to do there in a short period of time we were there. I mean, just is there, is, is, the is there more to do? Like, it, it, First off, it's, is it like literally like, uh, uh, do they have like a little town that's like literally going into a, a colonial yeah, town? Yeah, it, it was like literally going, there's several of them just like literally going to, back in time into the colonial times. So there's it was town and yeah, and they had, they had like representations of what like towns used to look like and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. so the brick buildings were, were more like uh, the wealthy and to do than. But mm-hmm. they had to represent what the, the middle class used to look like and stuff like that. And so what, <laughs> what mm-hmm. people used to eat, brush their teeth with and the kind mm-hmm. of toothpaste they had, and it was wild, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what that, blood. Yeah, speaking speaking of a tooth, and I should have got it. It was in a case, so I didn't know I didn't know if I'd be able to get a good picture. But speaking of a of a toothbrush, I was uh, I actually went to the Hermitage my last day up down in Tennessee and. uh been a while I've, I've been there before um but um one thing that they have in the case in the cabins off 
away from the main mansion where the old hermitage was, um, was assumed to be standing and it's the original cabin level to one floor it was two floors when it was originally built when they moved to the mansion um the federal style mansion um around 1821 um andrew jackson ended up switching he 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 switched it up and gave it to uh made it a slave household but because i mean they're slave he, he didn't believe that the 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 value of their worthiness of living in such luxury of having two room or two floors um mm. uh, he didn't believe that they should have that luxury so he he dropped it he dropped the the he dropped the second floor and got rid of the first floor entirely because the the second floor was the largest floor and had all the bedrooms so it's like a three room um a cabin obviously the second the second floor is on the bottom now and um and it has been for over a hundred almost 200 years uh actually about 200 years uh, <laughs> yeah so um but it's it, it's uh it's amazing feat but one thing that they had were display cases and uh in it was a little a little bone uh, a little little bone toothbrush it yeah. was kind of cool so it was like little shavings and it had it had the little the little carvings of of the, of like the little razor tips that they, you would clean off your teeth. So like before they had toothbrush, toothpaste and brushes, they just kind of scraped the teeth pretty much. So it was interesting. Another another cool thing in the in that cabin is uh, when it was a slave cabin. Cabin, and this kind of proves that there was a obviously an underworld economy up on the plantation, smuggling operation, hide things. They had uh, they had what what was called a hiding hole in a lot of the slave co cabins, and one thing that is shown in the in the old hermitage that was turned into a slave cabin is that there is the markings um, uh, on the on the floorboards right in the front room um, where you could tell a trap door was cut into a false yeah. a false to make it a false floor so they could pick it up open it up and then store what they shouldn't have, which typically would be like reading materials. A lot of times it would be, yeah, like Bibles, like slaves weren't allowed to read. Oh, I mean, there's a reason for that. If they read, they become educated. And if they're educated, yeah. well, they might become a little red Damn, we got rights. Oh, we got worker rights, huh? Mm. We're, yeah, we deserve this. We, we deserve, uh, a little bit of some benefits here i mean but um but that's 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 cool the the one thing one cool thing about andrew jackson though and andrew jackson i think it was junior which was his adopted son um who took over the the plantation when when uh when jackson went to washington um one thing he he didn't andrew jackson junior didn't didn't really give a shit about the slaves they were yeah. the labor force. Andrew Jackson felt that he needed to give a certain respect to these people because if you give them a little respect, you give them a little leadway, you give them a little freedom upon the plantation, they'll actually do a good job. They'll actually want to work for you. They'll want to. And not saying that they're not going to not going to be those that try to get away. I mean, who wants to be in bondage, right? <laughs> Anytime you can get yeah. 
get away from the plantation, run away and, and find freedom to where you're not, I mean, in captivity and forced to labor for nothing, um, you're going to, you're going to find people to do that. Nobody wants to be a slave, but one, but that one thing that, that he, he, he's real, that he's real known about is that he treated his slaves as best as he could, because if he, if he didn't give them a little bit of that respect, then nothing would get done. And yeah. so you can't whip them. You, yeah, you can be harsh, but you can't whip them because, because then they're just going to, they're, they're going to rebel more. Be like, oh, okay, well, fucking then kill me. Beat me till I'm dead because it'd be better than this. And so, yeah. you know, the, the plantation ran like a, like a machine. So, which is funny because I don't think it ever really made a true profit, honestly. And till he was not like any government employee, then he became, then he went to the white house and then, and then, uh, and then his, his son took it over and it never, never recovered after, after Jackson kind of, yeah. But I mean, the difference is right there. So, no, it's a, it's a cool place. I, uh, I say go, uh, if you, if it's ever a place to go see a, president's home that is yeah. preserved uh there's three places you go to the hermitage and outside of nashville tennessee andrew jackson's home you go to monticello in virginia and you go to uh mount vernon uh just outside of dc which is washington's home those are three the, the three most preserved places uh there is another one it's a it's his it's his uh his birth home but uh, if I say his name, uh, I've been there, actually. It's kind of cool, actually. Uh, I, I'm just going to let it loose. Uh, I've been there. Uh, Hodgensville, Kentucky, the birthplace cabin of Abraham Lincoln. Cool little oh place. God, that Fuck, that <laughs> Fuck that tyrant. Fuck that tyrant. Tyranius Rex. Okay. He went back up to Indiana. Mm-hmm. So he he did move to Indiana. He, he that was where his in Southern Indiana. I think it, I think it was more closer to what would be the Illinois line, and then that's the reason why they ended up. He ended up in Illinois. They ended up moving to Illinois as he once he was an older team, and that's where he pretty much started his career. Um, but uh, yeah, I could go. I could go on a tangent of Lincoln's history. Oh yeah. I I've studied Lincoln. So I would implore anybody, whether you hate the fuckers guts or not politics aside. Uh, yes. As a politician, he was lethal. He was a fantastic politician. He knew how to wield power and, uh, he, uh, that's what made him a, a great tyrant because he knew how to wield power. He was a, he was an astute politician, but Lincoln is the man. Um, he, he, there was some backwardness to him, and I, I think I think a lot of the way that he ran his presidency um, was essentially because of, in my opinion, I don't know if, uh, anybody else's, but the way that he was he he, he came up. I mean, he, I mean, his father was an asshole. Um, yeah, left him out in but, the woods for for like six months out of the year, I think. He'll yeah. try to find somebody to to come and be the mother figure, and he's like eight years old. Yeah. You gotta yeah. watch somebody. Yeah, uh, another thing, logically. Yeah, well, another thing that he did was um, 
he he would uh he would sell he would sell old Abe to uh, neighbors. Um, so he essentially understood the to a certain extent he understood the concept of slavery. You know, he never yeah. really liked late physical labor, and he was kind of forced to do physical labor. So, um, to a certain extent, he really did loathe slavery, but he didn't free the slaves. Everybody, yeah, he just proclaimed a conquest, a conquest goal to reap, and the the to to reap through the the south did i say that right to to, to fucking destroy the south let's just put it that yeah <laughs> but enough of that but i mean every president i mean jackson let's get back to andrew jackson he knew how to wield power uh but he knew how to wield the powers that were given to him in his in his effective moderation or interpretation of the constitution and because of that, he did some good things in kind of, well, eliminating the the, the central bank, the bank, the second bank of the United States. Um, basically, took Congress out of that. You know, he he used a se- executive authority on that one. Um, he used the power of the veto, um, and uh, and he was the first president to truly use it, and he used it right. And uh, but he did he his used own. it often. He did use it off. He used it a lot, actually, but uh, but then he also he did he did some some ills too under his president. I mean, the Trail of Tears is is a, a terrible, terrible stain on the history of America. And what's what's interesting is I was actually uh, as you're driving through Southern Tennessee on the way towards Shiloh. I was actually on the road and they kept on marking on signs like this is the official route of the Trail of Tears. So I thought that was interesting. Peaceful ride. Um, it would be around about the same portion of Tennessee that the Trail of Tears went through as it went westward. Um, but uh, but yeah. Um, it, yeah. I mean, sad, sad uh, piece of history. But at the same time, to a certain extent, you got to look at the context of it. The context of it had a lot to do with property, it, it, uh, property endeavors. I mean, so uh, just uh, white settlers right. were dominating the area, and uh, yeah. they needed they needed these these indigenous conquered uh, peoples. Uh, predominantly Cherokee, but there were other uh, mixes. I think there was like Creek and Chakataw. I'm not, I'm not too sure, but, um, but they need they. You put what do you do to conquered peoples? You you push them. You move them. You move them exactly. You push yeah. them backwards. I mean, that's been going on for for hit the history of the world. All empires well, push back. Yeah. Well, the legacy of America is. Set. Uh, the coming of America is that they need to be neutrality from Europe to be mm-hmm. able to develop their own perspective of what what they thought was right, and mm-hmm. the Native Americans and, the, and, the, and all the land that was over here that wasn't really being properly utilized. It was just mm-hmm. what they had to do. They had, they had to they had to confiscate and take and force the Native Americans to capitulate and, and fly. Yeah. And and I mean it's sad to think about that, but you can't say well it was because they were wanting to kill them off and you know now hmm. 
there were ills on both sides um, yeah. because that's what you get. You get conflict when new faces meet new faces. Um, and yeah. then, but you had people that worked with them. So you did have white European settlers that were actually patient with these Indians, wanting to learn a little bit of their ways, a little bit of their language, or, and if they couldn't, they, there was, there, you still can utilize body and hand, and, 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 and hand sign language in order to communicate. And people, most people on the frontier, most average people on the frontier understood that you're going to have to deal with these Indians. So you're going to be, you're going to trade with them and yeah. And each of you are going to help each other. Um, but there were heinous things that happened for both. And, yeah. uh, the thing about it is the idea of, of, property rights to the standard of a of an anglo european centered culture is much different to the native american tribes because they didn't perceive property the same way that europe's perceived property especially for those escaping the the feudalist mercantilistic nightmare of europe at the time where they now have their own set of property that they can lay claim, settle and labor, um, and call their own. The, the Indians were more, they were more communal based, but at the same time, independent and individualist. You did have your own property per se within the community. And then of course you had what was un unclaimed grounds, which would be like the, the tribal hunting grounds, which were historic in the culture. Uh, they just they've been going there for generations upon generations to hunt. Um, but they, yeah, the, I mean, that's where the the conflict is, is one side believed in property being that I settle it, I labor it, I set my boundaries, this is home. And the other side is, well, no, we work, we work and we live with the land and not yeah, and. And uh, this is our land, but it's not our land. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, property property rights in a totally different manner. Um, they saw property in a different light, and we saw property as true ownership. I guess. So, I guess if you know, if you go back to the Austrian perspective, it's diversity, close proximity, equals home. They had two different diverse views of what some things should be. And then you bring them into proximity to each other. That means it's obviously going to get, they're going to get into conflict just to, to dominate the area. So, so they've been doing that for, um, from the beginning. If you go back to the Austrian uh, perspective, you have mm -hmm. the, these two diverse groups of people, right? And then mm -hmm. you bring them into proximity to each other. There's going to be conflict because they're going to one's going to want to be the dominant factor in the in the in the culture yeah pretty much pretty much like the i mean and that's how that's how empires have always been forged through history mm -hmm. is i mean there's always a dominant power that comes in wants to take over and they have to conquer the the power that was there before and when they conquer yeah. they take they take everything and if they have to, when it comes to the people, they'll take your life and just resettle, sort of like what Israel's doing with the West Bank, um, that sort of conquering, commit genocide and, and uh, starve people out, murder them, bomb them, whatever. 
obviously this is ancient times they didn't have bombs but um yeah but yeah but most case scenarios back in ancient times that was more costly to just commit mass genocide because people are resources especially back then so a lot of yeah. them would force would force uh force convert to that society by using slavery hmm. so slavery's been so let's get on that slave issue everybody because I know it's been talked about on Twitter the last couple of days since we, you know, from the point of us recording this, uh, yeah, slavery's been around for millennia. And it's still around. It's definitely around still to this day. <laughs> and you know what? Go ahead. I was just happening in the Middle East right now. Happening in the Middle East, happening in Africa, uh, happening in in America. Mm. Yep. yep. And I'm not talking prisons, though you are a slave in prison when when you do do work because you make yeah. next to and you're allowed. They're allowed. They Fifteenth Amendment. Make less than a dollar an hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> most likely, you know, I think sometimes most of the time it's less than that, but. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, um, mm-hmm. but that's not even the slavery that I'm talking about. Like there's slavery on the streets that we know of that the government is involved with this regulatory overpowerment and corporate and their corporate partners are involved. Police authorities are involved because it's all a, it's an all in all corporation. It's all an organization. It's crime Inc. Right. Um, Policy. Under, yep, policy creates cartels, and that I mean whether it's on the white market or the black market, and we're talking the black market here, and you have a lot of sex slavery going on in the United States, a lot of a lot of human trafficking, smuggling, uh, to to flood the streets of uh, perfect little sex toys for rich white clientele. <laughs> So, and yes, most of them are rich and white, but you got rich black guys, you got rich Asian guys, you got rich Middle Easterners, I mean, especially the crown princes of Saudi mm-hmm. Arabia, we all know they're pedophiles. Power usually leads to but, that. Huh? Power usually leads to that. Yeah, typically, typically, I'm probably gonna get murdered like, uh, like Khashoggi now. Yeah, for saying that. Or John McAfee, who didn't. Yeah. I'd prefer to get, I would prefer to die like John McAfee. Mm. Is it if it is it is it McAfee or McAfee? I I, I don't. Uh, I've I heard it both. McAfee. It probably is McAfee. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, real quick, speaking about Abraham Lincoln earlier, I just wanted to leave this little comment of while I was thinking about it. Abraham Lincoln used to be a professional wrestler. He did, yeah. yeah. So that's how he, that's how he knew how to work a crowd. Yeah, he knew how to work a crowd. He was he was sending out. <laughs> he knew how to do a promo, man. He did. Yeah. He did. I he don't think that... more than twenty acres ago. 
<laughs> did they do? I wonder if they did promos in, the, in back then. Oh, sure. They probably. Oh, it was, uh, as it is now. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, that's a that's a that's an interesting tidbit that people miss miss on that. Like Abraham Lincoln, if you look at it in his younger days, that's pretty badass, dude. He was a fucking professional wrestler. I mean, really. So, I mean, there's a lot of cool history on Abraham Lincoln. It's just, uh, it's just that tyrant part, man. It really grinds my gears. Well, you see them. You see them all. They're all. They all had their own desires to influence him. Oh yeah, make well, that mark on what how the nation would develop. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. friends along for the ride. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, let's 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 put it straightforward. It's not like uh, Jefferson Davis wasn't a tyrant in his own right as well. He just yeah. didn't have the powers that Abraham Lincoln had. Because the Confederacy, though they'd like to call themselves a confederation, it wasn't. It was identical to the United States. Um, it still the the states still had a little bit more power in fold than the states did in the North, with the federal government expanding and molding the Constitution to its bidding to become its true centralized form. If Jefferson Davis ha- could have the power like, that Lincoln had. You probably could have seen a different South, yeah, and that South would have been devastatingly destroyed. Worst about it, I mean, when you're building something like a business, or you 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 need to think today, you need to think this week, you need to think this month, Mm -hmm. you need to think six months from now, you need to think a year from now, you need to think ten years from now. Whenever Mm -hmm. they create a law, that law just has an effect society in the short term today mm-hmm. this week it builds the power and influence that the government needs 10 years from now 20 years from now 100 years from now mm-hmm. it's a slow march that's why they say slow march for the institutions right yeah that's, yeah that's, that's how institutions get built they get yeah. they, they had, there's always a foundation and you just work your way up I mean, and then you go into the, and then you work your way from outside to the inside, then back outside, and then you finish up the fixtures on the inside, and then you're back outside, making sure that everything's all kosher, and and uh, then it's built (laughs) for the most part. So, at some point, it's just so much that's being executed on what people have been building towards. Mm-hmm. People fight a fight, fight the system or whatever, or the lawsuits, and the the Supreme Court or whatever. Yeah, they made a fixed. They may have uh, closed off this one little area of power, but there's 20 other branches that are growing around it that they spend mm-hmm. all this time trying to to force force to close down, and you can't. Mm-hmm. You're just wasting your time. As long as there's one money supply, you're always going to be. Second, or second, or being second place compared to where the government is. Always going, going back to money. Uh, but speaking mm-hmm. of building, let's uh, let's transition away from all this. We're we're going back down the rabbit hole, man. We yeah, I'm sorry, rabbit hole. Oh. Yeah. So, well, but uh, speaking of buildings, and 
and and it's not even finished to this day, at least to his perspective, to to his specifications, it's not finished even today, um, or so I've heard and so I've read. Um, but uh, why don't you why don't you tell everybody where you get where you got to go, man? Uh, I got to see Thomas Jefferson's house. Uh, you son very short forward. I'm sorry. You son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Um, I was under a little bit of a time constraint. Well, we just did like the the short tour where the guy guides and explained all the different rooms and stuff like that on the first floor. But uh, it was very absolutely stunningly beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you just I, I, I describe sense. And uh, we decided to, to see it. Yeah, we went to Yorktown and we went to Colonial Williamsburg, and there's all kinds of different little stories from Colonial Williamsburg. Mm-hmm. There's a uh, building that was built in the There's a full of holes from the Civil War. There's all these different hard tales. And it's mm-hmm. just wild. It was a wild. We just barely scratched the surface while we were at both of those or all of those locations. It was too much for one for one trip. We was there four or five days. Mm-hmm. So what did what did you see? What uh, what 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 did you see? I couldn't get the hey. question. What did you what what exactly did you see at uh, Colonial Williamsburg and and uh, what's so dazzling? Well, like uh, okay, there's. The the one thing, uh, one of the things that I'm thinking about, they had this, you know how people used to be up in the, uh, the little torture raft things or whatever, if they were if they were being tried for like murder and death and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like I said, uh, the, the person I spoke to said that if you could quote like five Bible verses within a short period of time, they would mm-hmm. give you an opportunity to... Uh, to, to escape like the death penalty and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. what they would do is they would brand your hand as either a murderer or a thief. They would mm-hmm. tear your ear and uh, they, uh, they, would tear, they would tear your ear like that, or like I mean, rip it. Mm-hmm. And they made you stand out there in one of those one of those little racks for like days until you, were, you thought you were going to die because you were so physically uh, exhausted and you didn't have any water. People will come by and spit in your face and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. It was it was wild. And then um, there's a college up there, and the dean's house apparently somebody had uh, been living there like in the early 1900s, and they had a, a, a child that was living there, and they said, "There's somebody in my closet." And so the the, the guy that was a dean or whatever, he he put like a, a Moved a big dresser from the closet to the door couldn't open, and they came back the next morning. And the door, the dresser drawer was talking about like a little eight-year-old, seven-year-old kid moved that by himself. The dresser drawer had been moved open, and uh, like later on in the '60s, somebody was remodeling the house so that they could uh, put like electrical fixtures and stuff like that in it, like modern code stuff. And they found a bone in the wall, like where they were yeah. putting the, dry, the drywall and stuff like that. And where and, was it? This is the Dean's house at the, at the local the Dean's house at uh, William and Mary. Yeah, William and Mary. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, uh, wow, that's wild. And I, they went. They they buried the uh, the bone, and there was never any like paranormal stuff that happened out of the house since. Hmm. So all the, kinds of different stuff, man. So hold up. Like, so they they there was paranormal some paranormal strangeness yeah. that had been going on in this house for that long, and then when they finally discovered the remains. Yeah. They just they were able they removed it, gave it a proper burial, and then nothing anymore. Yeah, that's why that was it. Yeah, so that's all you know. That's all they needed to do was give them a proper burial. That see that's yeah. that's what, it fascinates me about paranormal. Uh, yeah, I mean I would like to walk the streets of that that town just like a week or two weeks to, and see what I can record like with a camera mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. see if I can capture something. Yeah. Well, well, another one, like we went, we went to, when I was a kid, 15, uh, me and my family went to St. Augustine. They actually yeah. ended up going back. Um, I wasn't able to go, um, when we returned, but that's, uh, that's how St. Augustine is. It's a, it's, there's, uh, there's some strange happenings that can happen and you could walk those streets at night and, and, uh, be walking close proximity to some spirits. So, and of course you have the, you have the fort there, um, Castillo de Sun. I'll have to look it up. It's been, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I I, I think it's, is it San Marco? No, but anyways, it's a large, large fort, uh, definitely some paranormal stuff Mm. going on, uh, there, um, you had the, you know, I mean, it, it's, uh, it's pretty wild. You have the old, the old town prison. That was wild. That the, uh, um, of course, I don't think, I don't think that has a whole lot much anymore because they actually do a little ghost tour that out of that, yeah. you know, how well, the, every, you know, every they, like a modern city or semi modern that's got a history, like Savannah's like a, they do, yeah. a, they do a ghost tour. Yeah, well, yeah, no, Savannah Savannah is absolutely haunted as well. So probably haunted from all the screams from Sherman's marching army murdering everybody. Yeah. 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 Not saying Sherman was a bad dude, but he did some bad things and he was insane. So he, he may not have been a bad dude, but he was definitely fucking insane. And he was uh certainly clinically depressed. And it made him insane, and he did some mis- some judgment. He had some judgment calls that made him probably the greatest war criminal in the history of the United States of America. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong; I'm not saying he was a bad guy. Actually, he was probably an all-around swell guy until he put on that uniform and marched on the war. Uniform does a lot to people. It took a little bit of power. In- they run with it, man. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's not—it's not to say the South wasn't doing that same thing going over the North. It's just the yeah. South. But the South wasn't taking large, large uh, armies and being able to push North. I mean, they did that. Twi- they did that twice. Yeah. I mean, or actually, technically, I guess you can consider Kentucky because it never succeeded. So they did that about three times. With the invasion of Kentucky, and then of course the Gettysburg campaign, the Maryland and the, and the Sharpsburg campaign, the Maryland campaign, 
And uh, you look look with that. I mean, they were they were pushed back into Virginia. They just couldn't sustain. And of course, Gettysburg, the Gettysburg campaign. I mean, that took a lot of toll. You lost many of your officers, either out of commission or dead. Um, and then just the blood, total bloodbath of that of that three day battle. So I mean, but I mean, John Hunt's uh, yeah, John Hunt's Morgan. I mean, cavalry, uh, cavalry commander, general. I think he was a general. May have not been. Yeah. But I mean his cavalry, um he he ran he ran north uh from across in the Ohio and the Indiana, Ohio. He actually went got very close to I think very close to, to Cleveland before they finally got mm-hmm. subdued. He was actually arrested. He was he was no, he was arrested. He was tried as he was charged as a as an actual criminal, as a pirate. Yeah. I believe instead of instead of a prisoner of war, he was actually charged. He ended up escaping prison and went back to the south to continue the fight. But uh, <laughs> but I mean that's a big big uh, Confederate uh, havoc raid through the north. The difference is it was a small little cavalry scouting party just living off the land and causing havoc, and they didn't really do anything truly to the extent of what Sherman's armies did through uh georgia and south carolina and north carolina oh you you think the march towards atlanta and the march to the sea towards savannah was bad south carolina got fucked why because south carolina was the first state to defy the federal government and succeed from the united states of america they got ripped to shreds and burned to ashes. Well, they've got a and history yeah. of, of uh, defiance there. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. That we yeah, together. I mean, they were talking you, about in the, in the book that we, that we were reviewing. Mm-hmm. So. Well, you had, you had William Wallace, dude. Freedom! Oh, right. wait. Wrong movie. <laughs> <laughs> but basically the same movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, you're a rebel rouser. Right. Yeah, you're I'm down there in South Carolina. I talk about South Carolina. He's in South Carolina right now, actually. Yeah. yeah. Traitor. Treason. It's hot as hell, yeah. man. I might as well I might as well be a traitor and burning myself up to death. 110 heat index yesterday. Oh, sweet! It it's a it feels nice. Feels nice here, right? Yeah, that southern humidity. Cold old north. And I'm not that fucking far north. <laughs> <laughs> hey, New York. Yeah, New York. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> But yeah. how do we fix New York in order to fix the country? Um, well, New York's the place where all the business go to die. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's where all the business goes to die. Unfortunately, at one point it never was, but now it mm. now it is. Yeah. So what do we do? We send those damn Yankees packing up to Canada. Or we go to a different country where there's less regulations. You talking Malta? You talking Malta or Liechtenstein? 
Let's go to Georgia, baby. Not the United Georgia. States, Georgia, either. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Georgia, let's go to Georgia. On my mind. I just got to make sure I speak the language first. They speak, uh, they, they, I think they speak a number of different ethnic languages, but I think you'll be all right if you learn Russian. Oh, yeah. Russian. Russian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, don't say you're going to, don't say ever say you want to learn Russian, though. You might get murdered. Oh, yeah. Just kidding. I just say I'm, just I'm, just say flag. I'm, 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 I'm just saying I'm mute and I don't speak. Or I can't speak. They'll leave me alone. Oh, no. I was talking about you'll get murdered by all the all the Twitter bots with the Ukraine flag oh. in their bot. Oh, okay. Well, that's you. <laughs> oh, Twitter's hilarious and so stupid. Yeah. So stupid. So yeah. is Facebook. By all means, yeah. so is social media. So I just saw another tweet that someone someone uh, posted that I like. I actually yeah. said if that was a that was Field of Dreams because it, it was quite funny. He's like, build a social media build a social media site and the retards will come. Right. Build it. Yeah. Build it and they so, will come. Are we gonna jump on Threads or are we gonna stay on Twitter and Facebook? Hey man, I am down. I am down to fuck with the Zuck. Right. Yeah, let's go fuck Zuck up. Yeah. Bring it on. Bring it Smoking on, Zuck. We'll be, we'll, be, we'll be banned in three hours. Right. But we're going to try. So if you see the legacy right on threads, make sure to follow us. It's not there yet, but give us about a week and maybe. Yeah. Maybe. So, maybe. Right. <laughs> I'm maybe. Smoke the meat. And so I'm just here to piss off Elon and piss off Zuck. So that they fuck each other up. As and long as you get paid at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Hey, at least you get paid on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, at least you get paid on Twitter. So so uh, with that, I mean, honestly, uh, uh, both of our Bitcoin cash addresses are in our Twitter uh, tips. So yeah. you, can, uh, you, can, you can donate. To us, so sound like a grifter right now. You can donate to us, and we can give you more than just a podcast. We can give you love. <laughs> but I divert the fuck. Stop doing that. What? <laughs> oh god. So, but uh, but yeah, it, it sounds like you had a, a fantastic time. It sounds like both yeah. Williamsburg and Monticello, and just Virginia in general, kind of just. Uh, mm -hmm left you mesmerized and, and gave you it, it it just gave you something I mean yeah. your eyes man I was totally blindsided I didn't think it was much of Virginia I've been like no it's just mm -hmm. Virginia you know mm -hmm. but it was it was pretty wild no Virginia is actually a very beautiful state actually I mean, yeah like well I there said, were a lot of gnats but I mean you know that's just kind of come with the territory so yeah yeah but I mean, I I mean, I went uh, I went to uh, it's not far from D.C. It's really the D.C. area. But I went to Manassas two years ago, and I mean, beautiful, beautiful drive uh, across the uh, across Maryland because I yeah. came from because I always use home base as home base. I'm mm. like a, I'm like a second citizen to the city to the. Township of Gettysburg, or the borough, bureau, borough above Gettysburg. 
uh, love that area. Not just because I love the history, but it's just beautiful. But a beautiful drive as you go through Maryland and then uh, you cross, I crossed at Leesburg, Virginia, which is funny because I crossed Leesburg again. That's where Lee marches armies to start the Gettysburg campaign. Um, and uh, just those marching on. Yeah. <laughs> but a uh, beautiful, beautiful area. Then until you get to the DC Metro, um, then it's kind of shitty. But then you get out of it. And then I got to yeah. I got to Manassas, and it's just it great uh, a great site. I'm glad that uh, it's preserved. And uh, God damn, it, the 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 even first bull run was was horrible. Mm. And then they, and then of course they fought they fought on the same ground yet again. Only this time it took three days to repel each other. And uh, one one little one history lesson right here. During the as during the march in to the Manassas at Junction area around the the battlefield because they had fought a year prior, um, they had yet to truly clear. Uh, they were still clearing it from the first battle. There were still bodies, not buried. Yeah, there were still guns and knickknacks and and sack packs and you name it um still on the ground where they were left from a down soldier yeah. from the first battle and you would see and soldiers would actually march both both armies would be walking past and they would see uh old buddies or brothers um that they entered this war and fought the first battle with the the veterans that actually saw combat in the first in first Manassas, they would see uh, their down comrades as they were marching through the area of what was Manassas Junction and the surrounding uh, hills and meadows. Um, very wild, uh, kind of surreal uh, when you think about it. The fact that they're they're meeting death in the face once again, but this time it's direct because. You're back. If you were fought in that first battle, of course you had new enlistments, and and of course the South had conscripts as well because they were the first to conscript. So you had new conscripts and enlistments by then too. But you had veterans that had already fought there, and they were seeing guys that they that they fought with, and they were friends and brothers, and that from the from the farm ne farm next door, right? And I mean. So, I mean, that's that's a you know, interesting, sad piece of history that our country went yeah. through that. And uh, the fact that you had a battle in the same place, I'm sure it was the same thing for uh, each each and every one of the Winchester battle battles up in northern Virginia just before you cross into Maryland. Because uh, I think Winchester got hit like five fucking times, I think. I'm serious. I'm, I think there was like five battles in Winchester. I'll have to check that. It was at least four, four times yeah. at gates at, uh, in in and around the Winchester area in Virginia. So a number of engagements that that happened in in settlements. I mean, just around Fredericksburg, um, you had engage and, and Chancellorsville. You had engagements. Uh, uh, I mean, 
they call them different names they're but they're within the same general area you have spotsylvania courthouse not too far from fredericksburg you have you have fredericksburg i mean you have the i mean you have campaigns that come and go in the area i mean you have Chancellor in Chancellorsville. You have what's called the Battle of Chancellorsville. Then you have 1864, the Battle of the Wilderness, not far from Chancellorsville. I mean, and that was a scary one, too, because not only did they fight, not only was it constant woodland fighting, but most of the battle, and not only did it take place in thick woods, but it took place predominantly at night. Imagine yeah. Fighting at night in woods, not knowing who you're f- shooting at, you might shoot your buddy. In fact, yeah. 18- a year prior uh, at the Battle of Chancellorsville, I mean, Thomas Jackson got shot by his own men right. <laughs> in the same general area. He didn't die. He was actually going to survive, by the way. He probably died because the surgeon gave him an infection. Or wait. That I think, yeah. Or did he die from pneumonia? I'm not sure if it was an infection from the surgery or the amputation of his arm. Or if he ended up getting pneumonia. Either case, he was killed by the surgeon. But he was shot by his men. And that's that that right there. (laughs) And that right there is where the lost cause begins. If only... If only Thomas, General Thomas Jackson, Old Stonewall, would have survived, the South would have risen up and defeated them Yankees. No. Yeah, we all know get how, that, how that worked out. Mm-hmm. You were still going to get stomped down. I'm sorry. But yeah. I think I mean, you may have possibly, there could have been a scenario uh, where there was more success in the aftermath, um, like within the Gettysburg campaign. Um, to where you could see uh, Lee's armies forcing the capitulation of the armies of the Potomac into a scenario where now we got we're 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 going to sit at the table and meet politically and negotiate a peace. So maybe there is a sue for peace, and then maybe you can end this war, and uh, it doesn't get even worse than yeah, because it, it the the war was worse um, second half of it especially when they started fighting in the trenches. And then it was always bloody out west. Missouri was a bloodbath. I mean, it was constant. It was Union occupation and, and, and incursion and, and Confederate guerrilla war. Tennessee was, I mean, the guerrilla wars were fought in the west for one, but you also had massive armies uh, moving. And then you had siege warfare uh, up along the, the Mississippi, specifically with like Memphis and uh, St. Louis and Vicksburg, of course. So the real turning point of the war, which fell ironically, July fourth, the day after the Battle of Gettysburg, uh, Lee withdrew from Gettysburg. <laughs> so they say Gettysburg is the turning point. Uh, it, I would say it wore out Lee's armies to the point where they would never be the same. Um, but it was Vicksburg that cultivated the the turnaround for the union because now the south was split in half and the mm. mississippi was in full control of the yankees 
Wow. And speaking of the Civil War, I went to Shiloh, so a bloodbath, uh, <laughs> two-day war that actually yeah. had Grant and his armies pinned down, and uh, and they rallied and uh, and pushed pushed out uh, the 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 large-scale forty forty thousand strong invasion force from Corinth crossed uh, uh, crossed into Tennessee and uh, met the uh, Union corps based in uh the general area camped out around the church called shiloh ironically it means place of peace or church of peace it was not so peaceful that day um i i think part of the issue um was the uh what it was the the command structure had to switch um because um johnston uh general johnston Uh, Albert Sidney Johnson, not not Joe Johnston. Uh, Albert Sidney Johnson was killed uh, within the the first, I think, what three hours. He was actually he was one of those generals that fought. Um, he was killed and died instantaneously. Um, I believe he was shot in the head, actually. So he he was he was quick. Um, and uh, P.T. Pierre. Uh, T bodyguard <laughs> Pierre GT bodyguard uh, took full command, and uh, for the most part, I think uh, Beauregard disregarded that uh, you need to be a little bit more orderly. He kind of just sent guys, and then of course you have the the Yankees. You have the Federals that are that have been kind of forming their lines. So yeah, I mean, once a line is formed, good luck. <laughs> good luck. You can tell. Act is a very, very big uh, civil war and speaking out of. So, he has all kinds of knowledge on that stuff. As much as I can, I'm not. I'm yeah. not an expert by all means. I like. Yeah, I'm, I'm, there's definitely. Uh, there's definitely people that can actually call them experts. But uh, I would definitely go. Uh, I mean, just pick up a book on uh, yeah. on on Dilo. I mean, uh, pick up. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, a McPherson book. I mean, really, like just yeah. something that spark your mind. Go watch fucking Ken Burns' The Civil War documentary from like 1991, or I think 91, 91 or 92 is when it came out. I mean, yeah. just get it. it. It piques your interest, and I mean, it's an interesting saga in, the, in this nation's uh, time frame. Right. So, I mean, the the history of it. The fact is, is we've always been in a civil war. It just finally culminated into a bloodbath mm-hmm. in 18 it, it, it was finally given a timeline and it was 1861 yeah it just broke so mm-hmm, it just finally I, broke I, think, I wouldn't say an expert but an, uh, an aggregator of fact an aggregator of fact yeah but i might be getting this wrong dude i might be they might call me a lost causer okay well, that's fine I'm just telling you, this is my personal subjective opinion. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I I am very pro-South. I am a rebel. No, I'm just playing. Fuck the South, too. Um, it was two governments that murdered 800 over. Uh, they, it's still going up. I think they're still learning. Um, how. Yeah. But it was over 800,000 men killed. Wounded, maimed by two socialist governments that just yeah. couldn't agree with what socialism they wanted. Do you want 
federalist, federalist, Hamiltonian mercantilism, you know, the empire of power. Remember, um, Patrick Newman was on. Or do you want um, Jeffersonian moderating liberty of owning black people for your slave labor force? It's a civil war either way. Yeah, it's a civil war. It's a civil war. You know how how we say we always talk, and when we talk about this, we always say like fascism, socialism. It's just a civil war for for statism. Well, this was a civil war between old Southern planter feudalism and Northern aggressive corporate mercantilism. Mm-hmm. The North won because industrialization will always be superior to agrarian societies. Because agrarian societies need to stay small when you try to expand and there's nothing to expand to because you're not innovating. You're still technically agrarian. You're still based in agriculture. You're not upgrading yourself into an industrial capacity. You're going to get a, you're going to get conquered by the industrialized force because the industrialized force needs the agrarian force the agrarian settlement into their wing to capitulate, (laughs) to be in fold with them. So you either, you either stay in line or get fucked, get murdered. And both governments were socialists. Statism, man. It's a hell of a drug. (laughs) And it's been around for a long, long time. Even even in the days of the kings and the emperors mm-hmm. and the seas, the state is the state. It doesn't matter who your leader is. Yeah. So long as there's a gun and there's somebody to pay to do it, they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. So on a scale of one to ten, how high, the highest being you'll go back. Um, what did you think about... Uh, I probably already asked you, but now I'm I'm saying I'm asking you in numbers and rating. Um, Williamsburg. Oh, Forget money. Go back. It's a so, ten. It's a ten. I'm all, I'm. It's, we're already planning to go back. Oh, okay. I joked about so, moving there. Honestly, I mean, it's, it's very very interesting. It's very nice. I joke. Yeah, I joke about about saying that too because uh, uh, I wouldn't. I would love to move to Gettysburg. But then you'd have to deal with tourists, the the silly tourists that are just there. Most of them are just there to fuck off for a, for a weekend. No oh, man, they're not really there for the history. Yeah, because you know, the, Brit- the, Brit- the British were there to fuck around, and they found out. The what? British? The British were there to fuck around, and they found out. <laughs> where they came back, and the we found out a little bit, but then they just left. Sorry, well, know. with that, with that note, do you have anything else you wanna you wanna talk about? Anything uh, of any? I really would recommend that you guys check it out if you ever get a chance. It's just a stupendous amount. It's outrageously awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I would I would recommend uh, you going down to Tennessee and. Uh, because there's a whole, if you're a Civil War buff like me, and you want to hit up all the major battle, especially all the major battlefields that are truly preserved, um, 
I would you, you got to go to the to the theater of the war that is the, the most forgotten. And everybody talks about the East. The East is because Washington and Richmond were the capitals. They're not far. Most of the fighting was in Virginia. And so because of that, if Washington falls, which it was never, it was armed to the teeth. Um, if Washington falls, then yeah, or at least gets close to falling, then the South can force the, the North into suing for peace and negotiate a treaty for which succession is finalized. And then we could go from there. If Richmond falls, the war for, for the Southern independence ends, uh, mm. this and that. That's basically, that's why the East gets more, the Eastern theater or the Virginian, Maryland, Pennsylvania theater gets more, uh, more of a look in, but, uh, but, the Forgotten War is out west. You, I mean, whether it's in it's in Mississippi, whether it's in Louisiana, whether it's in Texas, you even had fighting all the way out in California. Um, whether it's in Missouri, Missouri was huge uh, because it was a state in the Union that was relatively the populace was pro Southern, realistically, but the government was pro Union, pro yeah, anti secession, and the federal forces came in and, and locked in their occupation like tenfold. Um, and then Tennessee and Kentucky were battlegrounds and Kentucky was a new, was neutral. Kentucky also had two different governments as well. The Confederate capital was Bowling Green. Let, or, uh, Frankfurt was the Northern capital and yeah, the federals, they moved in, made sure that they, they, occupied every major port in in the north and the west so they occupied covington they occupied they made sure they moved into louisville they made sure they moved into paducah and smithville the forks of the cumberland and the tennessee uh wait yeah tennessee into the ohio etc um yeah. but uh but yeah i would i would definitely recommend go to tennessee see the 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 lost history of the civil war in tennessee um and I would go into Kentucky too. You have the the Confederate invasion, so Perryville, Mumfordsville, uh, the battles in Lexington and Richmond. I mean, there's so much, so much history when it comes to this, and it's all over the place. But I would recommend go to Shiloh, um, go to go to Spring Hill, which is just outside of of uh, Columbia, uh, Tennessee, which is which is just due south of Franklin and Nashville. Go go to Franklin, the final the battle for Nashville and Franklin Franklin Tennessee, where uh, where John Bell Hood now in com- fresh fresh out off of off of yet another injury, given command his final his final hurrah, given command of the ar- of the Army of Tennessee, and leads the final of true offensive of the of the Confederacy um, in trying to take back Nashville, and they failed. I mean, it, it, the Federals by this point had a stronghold, and the uh, the Confederates were weak. I mean, they just didn't. They they just they were weak at this point. I mean, God forbid how many how many people how many men lost their lives at this point. They just didn't. They couldn't hold an army by the time uh, by the time eighteen sixty four came in. So they really just couldn't hold an army. But uh, definitely, I, I recommend it. I recommend going to the Hermitage uh, in in Nashville. And then, of course, go to Virginia and go see George Washington's home, Mount Vernon, and Thomas Jefferson's Monticello. That's just, enough. Uh, <laughs> it's just a little bit of reference for Tennessee. 
White Oak Flat is overrated. Don't go there. It's a tourist trap. White Oak Flat. That's all. That's over on the east side in the mountains. And yes, the mountains have become a tourist trap because of. Can I say your name? Should I say your name? Yeah. What the fuck is her name? I forgot her fucking. Oh, Dolly. Dolly Parton. Yeah. Fuck, bitch. So great singer, by the way. Fuck that bitch. Hmm. She is a good singer. One of one of the best, one of the best in country music, but uh she definitely did uh East Tennessee wrong. Yeah. <laughs> she really I did. Was, yeah, I was doing security down there during the fires and totally screwed mm-hmm. the whole whole area over. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wine Look Blast is just a legacy name for severe Mm-hmm. So well, uh, Andrew, we've uh, we're, we've reached eight minutes past the hour on this. So, should yeah. we go ahead and wrap this up? Do you, do you have anything else? Um, just keep listening. Appreciate that you do, and uh, thanks for watching. If you're watching that, I'm watching it that way. Yeah, this has been uh, this has been fun. This has been a little different. We got it. We delved into a little bit of history, but and uh, but we we try to stay away from all the other bullshit. And, like the liberty movement stuff is cool. The goofing off is is great. But just having a, 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 a I mean a good quality conversation, man. That's what I like. I mean, it's just yeah. it's just us having a conversation, and y'all get to enjoy it. And you can you can join in with us uh, anytime. You can follow us on Twitter. Um, You'll be able to find us, and uh, and and you can also go go to our and it'll be in the show notes. You can go to go to our Substack. I mean, subscribe, check it out. We give you more than just a podcast. Our perspective on on what we we think about culture and society and politics or lack thereof or uh, or history, whatever. But I mean, go to go to thelegacyright.substack.com and subscribe, and you can subscribe for free. Um, but, uh, if you want to support us financially on there, go ahead. I mean, I'd love it because the, the, the more, the merrier, because that means I can get you more content because yeah. it's, but, uh, but either, or the, the, just, just y'all listening and watching, uh, or whatever, or checking that out or, or, inter- or interacting with us on Twitter. If you find us, I mean, that's, that's supporting us. And that's all that matters because at least we're getting, uh, we're, we're, we're getting the right uh, tone of message out, whether it's uh, the liberty movement or it's just or, or, or it's just explaining real talk, real history uh, to people. And just, yeah, so we're just here to, to, to be chill. So with that, this is the legacy, right? I am the legacy of Jennifer Ant Kaiser. I am Buckeye Zachary Kaiser. He is Andrew Joseph. <laughs> Andrew Joseph. See, you know, we're we're we gotta work on that, man. When I say he is, you jump right on it. Um, the legacy of Andrew Joseph. He is the legacy of himself. He is the legacy yeah. of himself. That's all right. That's all right. So he's trying to build his own legacy. And that's what we're yeah. trying to do. We're trying to build legacies here. So uh yeah, I'm gonna quit rambling uh, unless you wanna ramble for like five minutes. No. Okay, so we're going to leave you with that. Peace. Fuck off. And. Adios, amigos. Yeah.
audio <laughs> thrown up yeah, against <laughs> Peace. Choose the life of an average.